Welcome to the Be Daring Life Podcast. I'm your host, Hudson, and today I'm joined by Jenna and Rachel as we discuss the topic of focus. Uh, I just have a little announcement right here off the top. Um, We've taken surveys and asked lots of questions about skills that adults wish that they had learned as teenagers, and the number one skill that we have had people tell us that they'd wish they had learned was how to handle money. And we ourselves had challenges with money when we first got out on our own, and we decided that we wanted our kids to have a strong financial foundation, so we designed a program for them to practice real-life skills. And we've turned it into a course, and we just want to announce that the alpha version of our Right Foot Finance course for parents on how to teach your middle school and high school kids how to handle money will be launching the second week of March. This is the first run of the course, so we're going to be offering it at a significant discount. The beta testers for this course will also receive a lot of one-on-one coaching on how to teach your kids to handle money. So for more information, go to rightfootfinances.com. Okay, so how you guys... How's the weekend gone for you guys? Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Jenna Jenna went horseback riding for like four hours yesterday and she's walking around like a cowboy, but I think she's recovering. <laughs> I have a little story I want to tell you guys that goes along with what we're talking about today. Last February, Keith and I went on a trip to Los Angeles for a marketing conference and we used to live there but I don't remember this being an issue when we lived there I guess because we had our own place so we go out there and those people don't know anything about sweet tea they're uncultured yeah I don't know about you people out west and out north too in the north we had just we had gone out for our 25th anniversary a few months before that to Idaho for a week and that was also an issue up there like people don't know what sweet tea is i can't imagine that that's okay <laughs> i'm just kidding i hope you know that but uh we really love our sweet tea at this house and so we went to this conference and i couldn't find sweet tea and I think it was the last day we were there. Uh, we decided let's do, cause we're frugal people and chilies three for 10. What's not to love, right? You get all that food for 10 bucks. And so we decided to order it to go and just take an Uber over there and get it and come back. So they had sweet tea on the menu and I was so excited And so we get our food and we get back to our hotel, which wasn't that far away. And I take my giant styrofoam cup. I'm ready to like, you know, you got to get yourself all settled and in the, you know, got to be comfortable, get yourself settled in when you take that first suck. So I'm like, I'm all settled. I'm getting ready and I suck it up. And guess what was wrong? It was unsweet tea. Yes, it was like, oh, I was so disappointed after all of that. I should have tested it at the store. Uh, So the rest of the night I was depressed. And I came to the conclusion that this sweet tea has got a grip on me that's not good. So I I decided when I got back, I'm like, I'm going to try and cut this out of my life for a little bit just to get some 
some uh control because because it was it had gotten to the point where like oh it's been a great day let's celebrate with sweet tea and then it'd be like oh it's been a horrible day i'm so depressed let's commiserate with sweet tea so sweet tea was my everything go-to drink you you can tell if someone's southern if they always have sweet tea in their fridge yeah and we did have it in our fridge a lot. It, it used to only be for parties, and then it kind of melted into our life. <laughs> yeah. So I got home, and I'm like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop um, with the sweet tea for a while. So I asked the kids if they wanted to join me in a challenge to see who could go the longest without a sugary drink. And I really didn't think they would do it, but I found two of them who decided to do it with me. And so they are here today and we're going to discuss our year and what it's been like. So so you want to tell us what were what were the rules? The rules for this challenge was we couldn't have any sugary drinks at all. All we could drink was water and milk, like straight milk. No hot chocolate, no coffee with creamer, none of it. No juice. No ICs, no sweet tea. And what was the reward? The reward was the person that lost had to take the other two to a local frozen yogurt shop. So it's th- this Thursday, it will have been a year of us doing this challenge. And we're just going to talk about this past year and what it's been like and what we're going to do from here. So... What have been the challenges with doing this? Sports practice and then after not being able to get an icy. It being really cold and not having um, hot chocolate. Right. Because that's that's really satisfying when you're freezing a nice cup of hot chocolate. What else? No sodas at parties. Right. And definitely... Sweet tea. Sweet tea. So we did this together. Was it easier to do it with someone else? Yeah. Because you have people like supporting you and telling you, don't do that. Or like, then you could just have my brother who's over here like, I'll buy you a Coke if you break. (laughs) So how long do you think you would have lasted doing it alone? I don't know that I could have gone a month. What do you think? Mm, maybe four or five months. Really? Yeah, I'd probably say what he said. Maybe close to it. Well, it's it's really helped me having you guys do it with me because I don't want to be the one to break. So, so the people that succeed in things... In, the people that succeed in life do not succeed because they were born with more willpower than other people. They succeed because they set up systems or make plans to help them in their goals. So for an example, you decide where you're going to spend your money before you have it in your hand. Dave Ramsey said, tell your money where to go instead of asking where it went. Right. He does say that. If you're trying to eat healthy, You pack a lunch the night before or you plan out some healthy snacks. Otherwise, when it's lunchtime, you're going to panic. 
you're going to feel like I'm going to die if I don't get some food right now. And you're probably going to make an unhealthy choice. Right? Yep. What was the biggest step in this for you guys? Deciding to do it. Right. So once you really, really decide to do something like totally commit, it's a lot easier to not be talked into something, right? Or to give in. If you're, if you halfway commit, will you stick, will you stick with it? No. No. The, the next tip we have that we've learned is to narrow your focus. So if you try to work on a bunch of different things at once, like I'm going to start exercising I'm going to start cooking and eating healthy meals. I'm going to read 30 minutes a day and write a book. That's too many things. What will happen to you if you decide to do that many things at once? You'll get overwhelmed and then you'll just not do them at all and you won't get anything done. Right. So for this, we didn't decide we're going to not drink sugary drinks. We're also going to cut out all sugar, um, exercise. Though we do do that, we do we do exercise a couple times a week. We go for long walks, and we try to eat healthy. But it wasn't as strong a a goal. So, so our tip for that is narrow your focus. And another tip is keep the goal in front of you. Okay, so our next tip is find others who will encourage you or do it with you. They don't necessarily have to do it with you, but if the, as long as they'll encourage you. That will help you stick to your commitment. And do you really want friends who are going to always try and encourage you to not be your best self, right? You want friends that are going to encourage you. So surround yourself with people who will encourage you and or do it with you. If you're doing something diet related, find alternatives that you can keep in your house. Like don't buy a bunch of snacks and then tell yourself you're going to go on a diet. Uh, keep your goal in front of you. Don't don't put stuff in your surroundings that's going to trip you up. Like if you're doing something diet related, don't fill your house with all kinds of unhealthy snacks. Or at least put some snacks that you can have in your house. Another tip, break the goal down into smaller increments or milestones. What I mean by that is if we had started at, out at the beginning and said we're going to do this challenge for a year... Or we're going to do this challenge for the rest of our lives. What are the chances that we would have done it? Not at all. Right. A year just seems so long. long. Yeah. So when we first started, it was like, can we go a week and then a month? And it turned into a year. If you're if you're trying to break a habit that's a really difficult habit, like stopping smoking, sometimes you just have to say, can I go 15 minutes? And then when those 15 minutes are done, you say, can I go another 15 minutes? Another tip is have an emergency plan in mind. Like you plan on always packing a healthy lunch. What are you going to do on the day you forget it? That's usually the point where I fail. I would be just like, I got to go to the drive-thru and get something. And I'm not going to pick something healthy. It just, it's, it's just like, I've already given up. Give me, a, you know, a chicken sandwich and some fries. <laughs> so you need to have a plan in your mind. Like put put it in there before you even think about, your, before you're even in that situation. Like 
If I forget my lunch, I will go to Zaxby's. That's our favorite healthy lunch spot. And what do we get there? A salad. <laughs> a Cobb salad. Like, this also applies to having this predetermined plan applies not just to a goal, but also to, like, if you know you're going to be in a situation in the future, like, you find yourself in a party that you didn't know was going to turn bad and friends are doing stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing, you have to decide beforehand, if I ever come to a situation where I'm offered drugs... Or right. alcohol. Or or cigarettes or something that I have decided I'm not going to do. Then you just say beforehand in your mind, like right now, say to yourself, if this happens, what am I going to do? Right? Because if you wait till you're in the moment, just like me going, you know, going through the drive-thru, you're going to be more susceptible to making a bad choice. So this challenge has been a little different than a normal goal. Apparently we're highly competitive and none of us want to be the one that gives up and has to take the other two to get frozen yogurt. It's crazy because it wouldn't really cost that much money, but it's been enough of a motivation to keep us going, right? Mm -hmm. It's really not the money that's motivating us. It's just really the bragging rights, I feel like. Right. Because and saying, well, I have a stronger willpower than you. <laughs> we didn't know we were so competitive about that, did we? No. <laughs> so we just want to encourage people as you go towards your goals and dreams. Don't despise your small successes. If you're making progress of any kind, celebrate it. You may not be moving as fast as you like, but you are improving. So tune in on Thursday, our one-year anniversary. We will be doing a Facebook Live to find out what we're going to do, if we're going to keep going, or if we're going to stop. If you really like us and you really want to let the world know how much you like us, give us a review on iTunes. The more reviews we have, the more visible our podcast is. That helps others find us in the great community we are building. And go check out our website, BeDaringLife.com. And remember to go out and be daring.